Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Bev. Yes, it is going to be a tremendous Thursday. Yes, it is. Yes. Already is. That's it. Our do not, <laughs> our do not, our, our do not fear. Scripture for the day is Deuteronomy 3.22, 3.22, and it says, Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will fight for you. That is, that is good words to hear, isn't it, babe? Yes, it is. On today's call, we're going to discuss seven provisions for your wilderness trip. Mm. Do you feel like you're going through a dry place? Does it seem that you're traveling through an economic desert? Are you ready for supernatural deliverance oh. from your financial wizard? Yep, we got a letter going out to you that's going to talk about that very thing. Yes, we are. Unanswered prayer. That's it. So, if you answered yes to any of those previous three questions, we've got great news for you. Today. Today. Yes. Say that. Today. Today. Deliverance. Is coming. To my house. Hallelujah. Believe it. Expect it. <coughs> confess it. Manifest it. Exodus 14, 13, 14, 13, classic amplified. Moses told the people, fear not, stand firm, firm, confident, undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. You know, I've taught this passage of scripture on a number of occasions. It's so powerful and encouraging. The children of Israel were delivered from Egypt by the miracle, miracle-working power of God. And he went on to sustain over three million of them in the desolate and dangerous desert. During their 40 years in the wilderness, the children of Israel were rarely in an oasis of comfort. But yet, during all those years in the Sinai Desert, God provided for his children and protected them from predators the two-legged hostile nations, and the four-legged kind wild animals. The children of Israel survived the wilderness experience because of how God provided for them. Deuteronomy 29.4, 29.4 through 6, contemporary English verse. He has even told you, 40 years I, the Lord, led you through the desert, but your clothes and your sandals didn't wear out. And I gave you special food. I did these things so you would realize that I am your God. But the Lord must give you a change of heart before you truly understand what you've seen and heard. Here are seven provisions for wilderness travel. Mm -mm. Number one, nobody needed a doctor. Can you imagine three million people traveling around the wilderness and never getting sick. <laughs> Look, if their shoes didn't wear out, then they and they didn't. You could believe they didn't get sick. Deuteronomy seven fifteen seven fifteen classic amplified says the Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all who hate you. Wow. Now the key to the children of Israel being free from disease was found in Deuteronomy 7.16. Deuteronomy 7.16, and I'm going to read it to you from the Classic Amplified. 
It says, you must destroy all the people the Lord your God gives over to you. Do not look on them with pity and do not serve their gods, for that will be a snare to you. We are not to crave, covet, or lust after the things of this world. Hallelujah. Number two. You referenced it a little bit. But number two is nobody needed shoes. I remember once owning a pair of Echo shoes. I wore them almost every day for seven years. Finally, I had to put them aside because the heels were wearing down on an ankle. Many standards, seven years is a long time to wear a single pair of shoes. But yeah, the scripture says the sandals of the children of Israel did not wear out. You can be assured they wore those shoes. They were worn seven days a week. I'm sure there are a wide variety of sandals among those traveling in the wilderness. Remember the children of Israel took the valuables of the Egyptians before they left Egypt. No doubt some of the Egyptians were wearing Jimmy Choo shoe sandals. Others probably came from the Cairo pick and pay. Regardless, <laughs> I can't have fun, that. I know. <laughs> Regardless of the brand or the cost of sandals, none of them wore out. If you search the scriptures, you can find information on a variety of shoes. Deuteronomy 33.25, 33.25, shoe, the shoes shall be iron and brass. Ezekiel 16.10, 16.10, New Living Church. And sandals made of goatskin leather. Regardless of the style of shoes, they did not wear out. Number three, <clears throat> nobody needed new clothes. For most parents, August is clothes shopping month, you know, back just putting the kids in school. The kids preparing to return to school and they need some new clothes. Maybe they've outgrown the ones they wore last year. When my husband was a boy, <clears throat> if he tore a pair of slacks or blue jeans, they were patched, right, babe? That's it. Today, you know, you can wear them with holes in them and be proud, they say. <laughs> I don't want to spend the money on that. But anyway, you know... Patches were a sign of being poor. Today, the Lord only knows how much people pay for strapped out and, I don't know, cut up jeans. We used to say we could cut them up ourselves. Anyway, <clears throat> point of it is, is find school clothes for kids. Um, I know I didn't get much new either. Only if something wore out or it, yep. Anyway, the point being is there wasn't any, there weren't any shoe store, I mean, uh, excuse me, clothing stores out in the desert, but their clothes and those of the children of Israel, even when, you know, this is fascinating too, because those kids grew up, but they never had to buy clothes. There were always, I guess their clothes grew with them. Doesn't really say that, but I bet that is amazing. In Deuteronomy 8.4, 8.4 it says in the New Living Translation, for all these 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out and your feet didn't blister or swell. They walked all over the place and their feet did not blister or swell. Not only did their clothes never wear out, their shoes didn't wear out, nothing was wearing out. Deuteronomy 29.5, have you ever had a great, you know, something you really loved, and then it wore out, and you go, I wish I had another? They didn't have to worry about that. Deuteronomy 29.5, New Living Translation says, For 40 years I led you through the wilderness, yet your clothes and sandals did not wear out. Number four, nobody ate bread, but they lived well. Truthfully, in our contemporary culture, we'd be healthier if we curtail our consumption of bread. 
especially bread made with white flour. That's a shame because it's so good. In Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, children of Israel are specifically instructed to eat bread without yeast during the celebration of Passover. They eat bread without yeast because on the night of the death angel, Passover, the bread didn't have the time to rise. In fact, the scriptures are very specific on how to prepare such bread. Yet during these 40 years in the wilderness, children of Israel did not eat any bread. Deuteronomy 29.6, 29.6, Message Bible. You live well without bread. No bread, but the children of Israel live well. Exodus 16.15, 16.15, Classic Amplified. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, Manna, what is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. I think there was actually <clears throat> a um there's actually a scripture somewhere in there that talks about angel food. Yeah. I didn't know they ate, but anyway, five. Nobody had wine or beer and they didn't lack for something to drink. Deuteronomy 29.6, 29.6 in the classic Amplified says, Nor have you drunk wine or strong drink. The Hebrew word for strong drink is H7941. H7941, it means strong drink, intoxicating drink, fermented or intoxicating liquor. Hmm. At a time when God was trying to find the heart of his chosen people, how they would act and react to adversity and opportunity, he didn't give them something to, as the in the Proverbs it says, drinking wine to calm your nerves when you're in a bad shape. Sure. However, God provided water for the children of Israel throughout their wanderings in the wilderness. When they were without, God spoke to Moses and he supplied. Amen. Number six, <clears throat> nobody would ever doubt who their loving and protecting God was because of what he did for them. God fed them with manna. From heaven every day they were in the wilderness. God provided water for them out of a rock. God protected them from the heat of day and the cold of night. I find that fascinating. Me too. God kept their clothing, shoes, and tents from wearing out. God gave them victory over enemy after enemy. The children of Israel had to rely on God for everything as they were completely without any measure of support for their survival. Number seven, nobody will ever understand what he, God did for them without a change of heart. But if you ever want to reach the promised land, you're going to need to have that change of heart. Deuteronomy 29, 5 and 6, contemporary English version says, I did these things so that you would realize that I am your God. But the Lord must give you a change of heart before you can truly re understand what you have seen and heard. We understand, we worship him in spirit and in truth. And sadly, many people, well, they think they're the creators of their own destiny. And while they are to some extent, it's only by choice. The point of it is, is it really aren't. The purpose of the Lord will prevail. Yeah, you've got to show initiative. And yes, you need to get motivated to achieve something of success in this world. But you will never succeed without God's promises, precepts, and presence. 
and particularly have peace of mind and heart in it. And that's what we want. The blessing of the Lord is what makes us rich. That's it. And he adds no sorrow to it. When we finally begin to understand, acknowledge, and accept and act on the knowledge that God is our source of deliverance. He's our source of provision. He's our source for everything. Then and only then can we really begin a journey to financial freedom, peace of mind, and the promised land of his abundance. And I'm reading, <clears throat> I'm reminded, honey, we need, we grow up and we have to act big out there in that old world, you know. People mm -hmm. want to make, think about you. The, the point of it is, is, I was reading the story out of Robert Slayton's General's books of Amy Carmichael. She worked, she was a missionary to India and there were little girls, and I'm talking little girls sometimes even from birth, given to the temple. They were sold to the temple for female prostitutes. I mean, and she was escape, you know, had these people escaping all the time and trying to come to her, but the families were literally by law able to claim them back. She had one little girl who came to her and said, don't make me go back to darkness. I want to live in the light. I want to live in the light. And of course, Amy had no ability over the power of the law. And when her father came to get her, she said "I, I she had prayed to the Lord. And when he reached out his hand for her, his whole arm fell by his side, paralyzed. And he goes, is this is what this God is doing? I mean, your God is doing to me. Anyway, she ended up staying with Amy Carmichael and worked her entire life <clears throat> helping people spread the light. Point I'm trying to make, sometimes we're up against a lot of situations that look impossible, but the Lord will take a childlike faith. Yes. And see, we think, I mean, we start to grow up and we start to think the way the world thinks. He will, he will acknowledge childlike faith to make things work, we just need to pray to him and believe the word, just like the children of Israel. He provided for all that. If you believe he can do that for them, you need to believe he can do it for you. Amen. Hallelujah. That is so powerful to me. It is. Join us every morning at 830. Yes. And uh, if you're blessed by the teaching, go to heraldhearing.com, click the button that says sow a seed. Just ask God what seed he'd have you sow. And until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.